The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at CARM.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Matt Slick Live, and I am Matt Slick. And for those who might be newbies listening, driving around, Matt Slick is my real name. Reverend Slick never sounds good, but uh, there you go. If you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. We talk about Christianity, uh, atheism, oneness, uh, Roman Catholicism, Eastern Orthodoxy, we talked about Trinitarianism, Universals, uh, the one in the many issues, some philosophy, evolution, mathematics, logic, UFOs, the occult, and all kinds of things that we talk about and have written about on the CARM.org website. Hope you want to check it out. And uh, it's, oh yes, by the way, if you want to email me, you don't want to call, you know, you want to email me. You can do that as well, and I can read your question or comment over the air if we get to it. And uh, just to do that, all you got to do is go to uh, just email us at info at karm.org. Just info at karm.org, and uh, you can get three. People do that. Not a big deal. Pretty easy. All right. Why don't we just jump on the air here with uh, Spain? I guess her name from North Carolina. Welcome. You're on the air. Yeah. Hi. Uh, mm-hmm. I called yesterday at the end of your show. You didn't have time to address it. Okay. Um. Um. I just um. I, I've noticed, you know, a lot of people call Jesus Lord, and they'll they'll say Lord when they're talking about God. Um. And uh, I know that's one of the criteria that you have to uh. You know claim him as Lord uh, in order to be saved, and I, I feel like um, I pray to God, I feel like um, I care what he thinks, but yet I don't seem to feel the urge to call Jesus Lord. Uh, I, I, I don't know, I'm not saying I wouldn't, I'm not saying that, I'm saying I don't, I don't feel the natural urge to do it. Like other people, I've seen do it. I, I, I do have Asperger's syndrome. Uh, maybe that's part of it. I don't. You know. have what? I'm sorry. What syndrome do you have? Asperger's syndrome. Asperger's syndrome. Asperger's. You have yeah. Asperger's. Oh, do you yeah. know that I do too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I've uh, been spent decades working through it, and uh, I can mask it pretty well. But uh, my friends, they see stuff. <laughs> And they still love me, so so no problem, man. No, we're just uh, you know we're both broken vessels. So uh, the issue of Asperger's, I'm glad you brought it up, and I'm in a sense glad you've got it. I really wish you didn't. But what I mean is that uh, being able to relate to you now is so much easier. Uh, there's this issue that we Aspies often deal with. Uh, we don't need social stuff as much as others, generally speaking. We don't get social cues. But that's not all of it. Sometimes internally we don't have that ability or as strong as ability to connect with others the way uh, neurotypical people do. Are you with me so far? 
Okay. So, um, for me, as an example, it manifests in uh, analytical mind and thought and, and uh, things like that, and more so than, yeah, me too. than the same. average person. Okay. Oh, same with you. Okay. And also, there are manifestations that occur where uh, the our relationship with God is strained because he's... I'm going to say this, I hope I say it the right way. He's distant in that we can't touch him. We can't see what he does. And we have to, by faith, trust, which is a form of social uh, challenge. Because what you and I would do in a crowd, at least I know what I do, I watch people's body language and I pay attention to their tone. And this is a problem when God isn't there in front of us, so to speak. So we have a weakness in that area. And it can bring to to uh, the front a uh, the, with different people can react different ways. It can bring a little bit of resentment or caution or insecurity or whatever it might be. And so the issue of calling him Lord now we can talk about because uh, when I pray I say you know Lord Jesus, but I'll use it as a title because he is the, the Lord. And I often just pray just to Christ, and I say, you know, Lord Jesus. I didn't even realize I say it, but that's what I say, Lord Jesus. And uh, because he is that by definition, whether I acknowledge it or feel it or not. Are you with me so far? Um, And and you know that because um, I I, I saw somebody, uh, others, it was a video, and the guy was talking about um, because he claims that he, he he said multiple times that he was son of man. He was the son of man, and in the Old Testament, that actually meant that he was um, a, a deity. Um, he was deity. Is that how we we can well, claim that? Yeah, in Daniel, it talks about that. Do you affirm that Jesus is God in flesh? Uh, okay. Okay, you don't I, know. I guess um, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not sure. Sometimes, sometimes I, I say yes, and then okay. sometimes. Um, well, actually, I, I guess I've only recently been trying, been trying to deal with that about that past six months or so. Okay, well, let me help you through that. Okay, all right. Okay. So I have to ask a couple questions here. Do you believe the Bible is true? Yes. Okay, do you believe it's inspired? Which means it doesn't have yes. any errors in it. Okay, good. So do you believe that Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you know, they wrote the Gospels, and Paul wrote stuff, and James and Jude wrote stuff. Do you believe that, right? Peter, too, right? Yes, yes. Okay, good. So then, when we go to verses in the Bible, for example, in, in uh, John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then verse 14, And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. So, Jesus uh, there is called the Word, which was God, who became flesh. Okay? Colossians 2.9 says that in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. Jesus is worshipped in Matthew 2, 2, 2, 11, 14, 33, 28, 9, John 9, 35-38, Hebrews 1, 6. Uh, 
In the Old Testament, there's a phrase, call upon the name of Yahweh, which is the name of God, Yahweh, okay? Call upon the name of Yahweh, calling on the name of Yahweh, called on the name of Yahweh. And it means prayer and worship and adoration and things like that. And it's only addressed to, to Yahweh, God Almighty. So that occurs in the Old Testament. When the Jews translated the Old Testament into the, New, into the Greek around 250 BC, they translated the phrase, call upon the name of Yahweh, into the Greek, call upon the name of the Lord. Hakurias, the Lord, Hakurias. That phrase is used by Paul in 1 Corinthians 1, 2. And he addresses it to Jesus when he says, To the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who have been sanctified in Christ Jesus, saints by calling with all who in every place call on the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay. That's the Lord so, in all, all caps, L, capital L-O-R-D. No, it's not, uh, because it's, it, be, it, I, I'm being technically correct with you but when I said, no, it's not, because in Greek, there are two, we have uppercase and lowercase, the same thing in Greek, and there's called, the upper is called um, unseals, and the lowercase is called minuscules, and the documents, basically all the early uh, Greek documents are all written in what's called uns, uh, minuscules, the lowercase, it's just all of it, all right? Okay. 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 So it's not in the English. We don't do that. Capital Lord, even though it's a quote from the Old Testament, where that would be the case, but it's not the case in Greek because the Greek writers didn't do that. So you get me, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just the way that they that, that they use the Greek language. I don't, I don't understand Greek, but it's okay. Um, yeah, I've had a few years of it in college and seminary, so I'm familiar with it and. So it's not a big deal, but the phrase is that uh, you know it's used of God Almighty, but it's applied to Jesus. So the question now I have to ask you is, do you affirm, according to the scriptures, that Jesus is God in flesh? Um, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I think... Uh, because it's a... Um, it's a thing yeah. that takes place in your mind when you say that, because it's some, it's not just saying um, technically, yes, he's Lord. Um, you know, the lordship I, means. I, 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 Incidentally, I, I, the, I do see what, what you're saying about Paul and, and then John one one and the Colossians mm -hmm. two nine, um, and you, you mentioned some other ones that, that I've forgotten. Mm -hmm. um, but there's more. Um, Did you know that Jesus has two natures, a divine nature and a human nature? We call this the called God man. Kingdom. I understand that. Okay. Okay. And the divine nature is a second person of the Trinity, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, which is eternal. So Jesus actually okay. is the one who's the creator. And we can find that's, that. That's in, what I don't I have trouble with that. Um, it's all right. Um, Let me, can I read you scriptures? Sure. All right. So I'm going to do is go to Genesis 1, verse 1, and then I'm going to go to John 1. Now, it's interesting uh, to read these because yeah, you'll find out what happens here. So it says in Genesis 1, 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. In John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. You go back to Genesis 2, 
I mean, Genesis 1, verse 2, the earth was formless and void, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the, sur- the surface of the waters. Verse 3, and God said, let there be light. Now, God spoke, and there was light. Now, notice, there's a trinity here. God, the Spirit, and the Word. God said, let there be uh, light. Okay, uh, could you repeat the verses again? Uh, in the beginning was the Word, Word was with God, Word was God. Okay, that's so John uh, one. no, mm-hmm. oh, that's not one one. Um, yes, but Genesis is different. Um, in the beginning, um, God created heaven and earth. So that's talking right. about the Father. Talking um, about it just says God. It says God created the heavens and the earth. But when you when okay. you look and you go in in John one two, it says all things came into being through Him. That's the word. All things okay. came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has uh, that, that was has come into being. In him was the life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. This is a parallel to Genesis chapter one, verses one through three. Okay. okay. Yeah. So what John is doing, because John was a good Jew, he understood what he was writing when he was saying, "Jesus is this one." from the beginning associated with God himself who is the one spoken and the creator that's what John the Apostle yeah. said and then Paul the Apostle says uh, for by him all things were created both in the heavens and on earth visible and invisible and he says he's before all things and in him all things hold together and uh, that he is the one who's the creator this is who Jesus is. In Him, all things hold together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is this is an attribution of His Godness, His deity. Hey, you got to hold on. We got to we got a, a break. So hold on. Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. It's Matt Slick live, taking your calls at eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. Here's Matt Slick. Rodwin, welcome back to the show. We have four open lines. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. Let's get back to uh, Spain. You still there? Yeah. My, my first name is David. It's okay. It's okay. Um, oh, okay. Um, All right. And, um, and so you were describing um, um, uh, what Paul, uh, what was it, uh, something that, that Paul had said uh um, yeah, call upon the name of the Lord, and that Jesus, uh, uh, by Him, all things were created for Him through Him. By yeah, him. that right, right, it's right, and in, 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 in all the things are in everything is in Him, which means because that, that's like um, people talk about He holds the universe together, like if the atoms would fly mm-hmm. apart if He didn't hold them together. Right. Um, that's, so let me ask. I you. guess that's a hard time. Okay. Go ahead. If that's the case. Is he then the Lord? Sure, okay. absolutely. Yeah, if, 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 if that's true, uh, it, it's, it's just like I, I, like if, I'm just thinking about if I was there with with the disciples, you know, I think I would at least be like Cornelius and say, um, Nicodemus. I'm sorry, Nicodemus, and say, hey, this guy's doing some good things. He he can't possibly be from Satan. He he's, he must be from God. But I'm not sure that I would be like Peter and say, "Oh, he's the Lord." Um, well, um, what I'm doing is well, giving you well, what the. I, I'm just telling you what the scriptures yes, say, 
And so, yes, I agree with what you said. What you said, yes. yes. Okay. So Jesus is worshipped in Matthew, like I said, Matthew two 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 eleven, but also in uh, Hebrews one six. In fact, God the Father calls Jesus God in Hebrews one eight. Jesus even said, "Ask me." Okay. Yeah, in Hebrews one eight. But of the Son, He says, "Thy throne, okay. O God, is forever and ever." This is based out of the doctrine of the Trinity. All right. And so, right. Jesus, Jesus is the Lord God in flesh, who was made under the law. Okay. Galatians four four, who never sinned. First okay. Peter two twenty two, who went to the cross and bore our sin right. in His body. First right. Peter two twenty four, okay. and then He raised Himself from the dead. Because he prophesied he would he do raised, the resurrection. Okay, I, I thought the father did it. Okay, okay. The father oh, did. He, he did it himself. The father raised him. The spirit raised him, and Jesus raised himself. This deals with what's called inseparable operations, and this is more complicated uh, doctrine, which I've recently uh, learned and am uh, applying in different areas now. But it means that the, all the members of the Godhead are working. Uh, at the same time, which is why Jesus would okay. say, um, he'd say that I can only, only do what I see, present tense, what I see the Father doing, and stuff like that. But at any rate, the thing is that uh, Jesus is, uh, he's the Lord God in flesh. Okay. The second person of the Trinity. All right. That's good. And All right, so that's I, what I need, I need to And I need to tell you this. Jesus also said, well, let me back up, and I'll, then I'll give you the verse. When Moses was talking to God at the burning bush in Exodus 3, he said, you know, what's your name? And God responded, I am that I am. And then in yeah. the Septuagint, they translate that as me, I am. Okay? So I am that I am. Jesus says, unless you believe that I am, you will die in your sins. Now that's, I mean, What? This man is saying this. He's claiming right. incredible. And then when the, uh, the priest, when the high priest asked him that, that's what he said. Yeah, that's right, it, it, isn't it? Um, uh, so let me ask you: Have you ever asked Jesus to forgive you of all of your sins? Uh, I think okay. so. Uh, um, okay. Well, Jesus has all authority in heaven and earth, Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Okay. And also, the Bible says that all judgment has been given over to the Son. Right. Okay, that's John five twenty-two. So Jesus is the judge. Jesus is prayed to. Jesus is worshipped. Jesus is called God. Jesus says, "Ask me anything in my name, and I will do it." I mean, he, he's claiming to be God. I mean, that's what it is. So therefore, right. he's also Lord because of who he is. He's just simple. That's why you can say, okay. Lord Jesus, that's why you I certainly Lord. need okay. you. Yeah, you can say, Lord Jesus, and, and pray to Jesus. Okay? Okay? All right. Okay, well, that, that helps a lot. Um, so I'll, do, I'll, I'll maybe I'll ask him again um, if I haven't. Maybe I maybe I prayed to God because like when I was growing up, I, I I didn't understand that Jesus was the central issue of everything. I I thought he was just okay. He was there, but he, I didn't understand until like the last four or five years that he was the central issue. 
Um, right. Yes. I, I didn't. I didn't get it. I mean, I, 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 I obviously missed the whole thing. Um, um, well, but I do. Yeah. I do now. Um, again, you still well, there? Do you know? Do you know that the Bible is about Jesus? Because Jesus said in John five thirty nine, he says that the scriptures are about him. Did you right. Know that? Right. In the the Pharisees, um, they just wanted to follow what your rules. But he he said no. You need to realize that they point to me. And I, I, right. we've had um, we've been teaching that in our the pastors have been at my church have been teaching that. Um, um, okay. Okay. Um, so what I do I need make to sure. do? Um, what I, I want to make sure is that you have gone to Christ and trusted in Christ and received Christ as your Savior, knowing that he died on that cross and rose from the dead three days later in the same body he died in. He still is in a human body. He still is. He forever will be like that. Mm-hmm. And um, that he is God in flesh, the Creator, who became one of us. The greatest act of humility is it, by the work of Christ becoming one of us. This is who he is. And so he is Lord automatically. Okay? Okay. Does that help? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You're getting muffled there. Go ahead. You're getting a little muffled. Yes, it does. It does help. Yes. Okay. I, um, I changed my body position. Um, it's all. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and, then, and then, so that's so that I pray to him and, and ask him for uh Ask him specifically for uh, for remission of sins, um, based sure. on what he did on the cross. Um, I, I and I understand that there's nothing we can do to earn it. I understand okay. that. Uh, um, well, do you believe that he rose from the dead, physically? Uh, um, I, I I believe he's in heaven. I I don't I don't know. Uh, I guess okay. it's the the physicalness of it. Um, maybe that's the issue. Um, maybe it's the imagination of the physicalness of it. Um, no, it was prophesied in the Old Testament in, in, uh, in Psalm 16 that the Holy One would not see decay. And uh, so he was crucified and pierced in his wrists and his feet and his side. And we'll hold on a little bit longer. Right. We're going to break. And then after the break, I'll read you something from the text of after okay. he rose from the dead and what it says. It's I'm the same body. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, hold on. Hey, folks, please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Let's get back on with uh, Dave. I guess that was Dave, I think that's what it was. You still there? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, no one's called because they're listening. They're concerned for you. (laughs) It's all right. And this often happens, or sometimes I should say happens, where good conversations like this are worth listening to. I think the Lord's working on you. So, oh yes, I was going to read. Yeah, um, That's so right. 
if you would, so, um, in, you know, understanding that he rose from the dead, yeah. Yes. So after eight days, his disciples were again inside. This is after Jesus was crucified. And Thomas was with them. Jesus came, the doors having been shut, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. And he said to Thomas, yeah. Reach here your finger and see my hands, and reach here your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said, My Lord and my God, to Jesus. This is who he is, and you need to know that. That's who he is. Okay. You there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so um, you have anything else you want to ask or add to that? Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. 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 I guess I. I, I I've read all of that. I've um, heard sermons on it. Um, um, I probably identify with Thomas a little bit, uh, wanting to be shown and not simply believing somebody else's word for it. Uh, well, it's what they wrote that he actually said. Why don't you try spending time reading the Word and praying to Christ? and ask him to reveal himself to you. Okay. Just ask him. Read the word. Because it, that's a conversation. You hear him speak in the word, you speak to him in prayer. It's a conversation that way. Okay? All right? Yeah, I got a little emotional a couple of seconds ago, but um, I didn't show right. it here, but anyway. Um, it's okay. Um, okay, so what's, what do I need to be focused on is this Realize number one, he is he is God, he is Lord. So that's that's one of mm -hmm. the two points that have to be understood. And the second one is that he actually physically came back to life, and it, you know he walked around, uh, talked with the disciples. Um, he talked with what five hundred people is what they said, five hundred mm -hmm. people. Um, yep. And um, and then he ascended back to heaven, and they saw him go back to heaven. Um, that's right. Okay, and, and so I, I mean, what 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 book should I read? Uh, which which chapters? Uh, um, well, I would, is that Acts? I would just go to um, uh, the the Gospels and start reading the Gospels. You can read if you don't want to read a, a whole bunch. Read Mark. The longest Gospel is Luke. So but you can't go wrong by reading any either of them. Or if you have a Bible with red letters, you could just scan through and read the red letter stuff. You know, a little bit before and after you get the context. And that's a, you know, you can do that too. Okay? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. Um, give me a call. Give me a call in a week and let me know how it goes. All right, buddy? All right. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right, man. God bless. Bye. All right. Well, we spent a lot of time with that guy, and that's worth it. It was good. And now the calls are coming in, and that's fine too. Let's get to Martin from Virginia. Martin, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, good afternoon, Matt. God bless. Thank you for your ministry. Sure. What do you got? Hey, a good, good patient um, discourse with that caller. You know, sure. taking time and walking him, walking him through things with some good, good logical questions and things to think about. Yeah, hopefully. Um, you had made a comment that you know that uh, you know Jesus is you know he's got a human body and 
and I think I called about, you know, maybe it was last year, that it, he's got a glorified body, right? He's, he's not, not yes. a human body like Matt Flick's human body. No, well, like has a, a range of meanings. He's a human in a glorified body. He's just the first one. I'll be glorified uh, in my physical body later on. And so we're but, similar that way, okay? Yeah, so it, so in likeness, but but yeah. Well, well, but not in physical not in nature though. Right. Well, he has two natures, divine and human. I only have human, so and you do too. And, if, and for those of us who've trusted in Christ, we'll be resurrected in glorified bodies, won't be able to die anymore, no more sickness and things like that. And that's what's going to happen. Jesus yeah. is already in that glorified state. He's the firstborn from the dead. Colossians 1, 17, 18 talks about that. And uh, we'll follow uh, yep. in suit. Okay. But he is a human yeah, being yeah. right now with a human physical body, but the physical body's been glorified. Okay, that's yeah, important. There's, there's no sickness, no no cavities in his teeth. He's, his hair doesn't grow. Doesn't need a dentist, or doesn't need. I a, don't know. Get a haircut. I don't know if his hair grows but or I'm, not, but I'm with you. I get I you would, what, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but yeah, Jesus had that special nature, even when he was on Earth. Right, he was able to, you know, that that his his transition on the mount. You know, that's something that that was, you know, only capable by Jesus. Yeah, the transfiguration in Matthew 17, yeah. And Jesus is, was, and still is fully human. He's God in flesh. He has two natures. A lot of people are really surprised by that. Uh, and uh, he, I can go into it, uh, and I've taught on it uh, many times, but he prophesied in John two nineteen through 21 that he would raise up his own body. And in 1 Corinthians 15, 35 through 45, it talks about that which is sown in the ground is that which is raised, but it's glorified, the very same body. And Jesus was pierced in his hands and his feet and his side and stuff. And he said to Thomas, hey, put your hand into my side. So he retained the crucifixion wounds after his glorified body was resurrected or resurrected and began, yep. was glorified. Okay. Yeah. Yep, exactly. All right. Appreciate it, Matt. Thanks. Okay. That's who he is. Right, and he point. forever will be like that. Oh. Forever. As our intercessor, according to Hebrews six twenty seven twenty five, as the mediator and the one who uh, is our go-between between the Father and and, uh, and us. Okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Okay. Right, God, God bless. Okay. All right. Let's jump over to Courtney from Ohio. Courtney, welcome. You're on the air. Hey there. Um, I was wondering if you had heard about the recent interview that Jonathan Rumi did um, about the Jesus Revolution movie. No, I have not. I was out of the, the country for two weeks. I was in Israel, got back Sunday, and still recovering from jet lag, so I hadn't heard anything. Well, I've heard a couple. I haven't seen anything. Okay. But I, I, that's all. I just heard people say, "Hey, the 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 movie was that one about jo about uh, Chuck Smith? That that one you're talking about?" Yes. Um, okay. um, I saw. I read your article about um, the Chosen, which I was really glad you wrote that because I, you know, wanted to. I was wondering what your opinion on that is, and I agree with you until I saw this interview. <laughs> um, so I was okay. wondering if maybe you had heard about it or not. So I'll just interview of who. Interview of who with what? Uh, who was interviewed? So Jonathan Rumi, he did mm -hmm. an interview. I don't know the woman's name, but it's easily you can find it easily on Google or YouTube. I mean, who, who's, uh, you Jonathan, could Google it. who's Jonathan? Who's Jonathan Rumi? 
Who is that? He's the guy that plays Jesus in The Chosen. Oh, That's why I brought up yeah, he's a Roman Catholic. So you wrote uh-huh. that article. Yeah, he's yeah. a Roman Catholic. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, mm-hmm. he is Jesus in the series The Chosen, and he also plays one of the characters in this new movie. So he did an interview about the movie, and he was talking about how he went to, um, I think the guy's name is Lonnie Fisher? Or okay, all right. Wrong. The guy, the, the real guy in the movie um, that he's playing, he went to his grave, he said, this is Jonathan Rumi, he said he went to this guy's grave, laid on the grave, and prayed a rosary with him. I was mm-hmm. like, wow. Well, that's um, bad. That's horrible. It is horrible. <laughs> huh? It is horrible. I, well, yes. And I, I know, well, you had just written that article about the Chosen, and I'm like, I wonder if that might kind of affect you're thinking then on watching The Chosen, because I think people might want to know that about him. That. Well, it's I could add that information uh, in there. But what gets me is this. Um, it's Philippians 1, 15 through 18. Some are, to be sure, preaching Christ even from envy and strife, but some also from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of the selfish ambition rather than from pure motives thinking to cause me distress in my imprisonment what then only that in every way whether in pretense or in truth Christ is proclaimed and in this I rejoice yes Mm -hmm. and I will rejoice that's how I view the chosen Uh, I wouldn't care I would care but uh, if the actor was an atheist if he did a good job and it represented Christ faithfully to the scriptures okay I'd rather that uh, be Uh proclaimed than not and we'll get to a logic called uh-huh. a genetic fallacy here when we get back from the break. So hold on, okay? Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Please stay tuned. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, welcome back to the show, last segment of the hour. Courtney, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I can always update that uh, that article. Um, and it, it, it is a concern that the, uh, the lead character actor is Roman Catholic I mean he's not a Christian and he's uh, you know involved right. in paganism and Catholicism but now the question then does mean does it mean hey we shouldn't watch a series because of it the no, genetic fallacy. I'm just saying that some people might might want to know that you know yeah, because okay. I mm-hmm. once I found that out my choice would be not to watch it that's just me personally well, okay. and I'm just saying if other people feel that way I mean I thought it was mm-hmm very concerning that somebody would go yeah. lay on someone's grave and play a rosary with them to prepare yeah, for the it, role that he's doing in the movie. Yeah, that's concerning. Yeah, he he needs to repent of his great sin. And so here's the thing. Let's say an, an atheist uh, serial killer taught someone algebra. Does it then mean that we can't use algebra or shouldn't uh, be associated with it because of the source? of the, the, you know, It's called the of genetic course, fallacy. Yeah. Yeah, and the same thing goes here. Uh, my opinion, this is my opinion, uh, and I understand that uh, Dallas Jenkins, the producer, originator of the series, is working with the Mormons. 
and they're not Christians, and that the lead actor right. who plays Jesus is a Roman Catholic, and he's not a Christian. So the question then becomes, uh, do we say don't watch it or don't have Christ promoted? Because ultimately, sorry, but it is, he, he's being promoted. And there's a right, lot of liberty sure. taken here and there. But uh, I would rather the series still go on than not. Because I, so far, nothing has been heretical. Uh, but, you know, as long as they don't add works to salvation and things like that, you know, I'm, my thumbs up are up so far. But I'll, I'll be watching it mm-hmm. and keeping up. Uh, I've watched every episode except for the past two because I was in Israel. But... Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tough one. And, and you know, people need to do what they think is right to watch it or not watch it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so. right. But thanks for that information. Maybe you could send me the... I appreciate it. Sure. Send me the information, you know, info at karm.org about what he did. I'd like to put that in there and say, this is what this is. This is a problem. Okay. Yeah, I will. And But yet... I will. I'm going to get off. Sure. Go ahead. And yet... Christ is being proclaimed, and people are coming to repentance. And what do you do? You know, oh man. And Mel Gibson, well, he's he's a is, yeah. Go ahead. Right, right. Oh, oh I was just going to say that. Um, be as formed as you can going, like even for the he he did it to prepare, prepare yes. for that movie. So be as formed as you can about the actors. If that's important, it is to me that before you go in, because some people that might they might appreciate that, other people might not care. <laughs> and I you think know. it's a good point to be well informed. So send me the information about the the main actor there, and uh, maybe I'll, link, I'll look it up and include it. Okay, so I, I do appreciate that. Okay, and uh, all right. I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say about that's Mel okay. Gibson? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, so Mel Gibson is a. a, a Staunch traditionalist Roman Catholic, and he did the Passion. Well, I'm glad the Passion was done. It showed the crucifixion, Absolutely. and of course, he added some Catholic crud in it. But I'd still, I'm still rather <laughs> it's out there than not. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Better to have right. him presented than not. That's what it comes down to for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent right. point. Thank you. Okay. Well, God bless. Talk to you later. All right. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Thanks for calling. You know, uh, Randall in the chat room made a good point. He said, should we close our church if we found out pagans or unbelievers built it physically, you know, the physical building? Uh, you know, the origin is bad. That's a good point. I'm going to use that one. That's, I like that. And then maybe I can sound even more intelligent by using what Randall said. Good job. All right. Now let's get to Gary from Utah. Gary, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, man. How's it going? It's going, man. Doing radio. And hanging in there. What do you got? I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you made it back uh, safely on the airplane ride from your trip. That's important. So I'm glad you're back safe. Oh man, it was a ride of airplane from Tel Aviv to Istanbul, Istanbul to L.A., L.A. to Boise, and uh, th- I don't know how many hours. It was 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 hours flying inside of like 24 hours, and like three, four hours wow. sleep. <laughs> so going wow. through checkpoints and yeah. Well, your replacement guy did a pretty good job. We heard the substitute guy; he did a good job. Um, of course, but I was going to say, I wanted, 
I wanted to mention about what you were kind of talking about on the, uh, I haven't seen the Jesus Revolution. I might check it out possibly, but the guy that she's talking about, that roomy guy, yeah, he played in The Chosen. He actually is representing Lonnie Frisbee. The guy's name was Lonnie Frisbee back in the day. And yeah. Chuck Smith uh, was represented, even a young Greg Laurie uh, with his wife before his ministry, they got him into the ministry. Um, I haven't seen the movie, but yeah, that guy... Rumi, he's definitely a Catholic, and I don't know, I haven't seen the movie, so I've just seen re- reviews on it, but I mean, it says it follows it historically, but I want to kind of get my own, you know, view on that and kind of see, you know, once I watch it. Um, and then the other thing I was going to ask you about, too, is um, I seem to be running into a lot of these people, like, on um, comments, like, say, a gospel video, and you get a lot of Catholics a lot of times in the comment section where, for whatever reason, I don't know where they got this from, but they think that the Bible came from the Catholic Church and that's a Catholic Bible. I'm like, no, it's Jewish. It's a Jewish Bible. So that's the other thing I run into a lot. I'm thinking, I'm going to get mad on this because he deals with this a lot. You're right. It's it's Jewish. The Jews are the ones who gave us the Old Testament. And the Catholics, Mm -hmm. in their in their ignorant arrogance, uh, want to claim credit mm-hmm. and say, our church gave it to you. We have the authority. Our church is the true church. Blah, 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 yawn, 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 throw mud at them. <laughs> and, you know, it just, I just go, get so irritated by the, the stupidity that that argument is. And the Catholics, uh, you know, they don't, they don't, they're, they're not loyal to Christ or loyal to their church. You know, it's mm-hmm. the, the radio I listen to here, the Catholic radio. I listen to it because I want to keep informed on heresy. And they'll say, come yeah. home to Jesus. I mean, no, they say, come home to the church. Or I heard a few mm. days ago, some lady called up, you know, I'm getting involved in the true church, the church, you know, coming back into fellowship <laughs> with the yeah. church. I'm like, give me a break. You know, the church isn't <laughs> going to help you in heaven. It's Jesus who's our advocate. You need Christ. And, I get so tired of the mm-hmm. paganism and the idolatry. Anyway, sorry, I just, you got me going there. Lynette. I'm high, I'm high fiving you because of those people who are the Catholic. Well, the, the ones that are so into that, they don't realize that the church—that's us, the body of believers. But it's, the difference is we're born again. We're not Catholic. We're born again. John three three. Right. You got to be born again. That's mm-hmm. a personal relationship. And I try, yeah. I try to talk to some of those people in comments, and I tell them, didn't you study or educate themselves on what Martin Luther did and why Martin Luther did what he did? And then they try to claim, well, that was heresy. That was apostasy. I'm like, how so? You know what I mean? Actually, you know, you just you caused me to remember, I was listening to um, uh, to Catholic Radio on the way back from dropping someone off at the airport uh, two days ago. And I'd listened to the Catholic Answers talk about uh, Martin Luther. I went to a Lutheran college, took classes from theologians there. And the uh, the guy was misrepresenting Lutheranism. And then he misrepresented uh, Protestantism. Uh, and I'm like, come on. You know, you should know better than that. It was pretty blatant. It was pretty bad. And it's like Catholicism. Yeah. What a waste. Yeah. What a waste. You know, we were, went to... Um, to Israel, and I've got film. I'm going to have to show it to people. But uh, we went into you know the, this, the areas that the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church build these great churches on. And I walked into this one area, and there's a, a slab of stone, roughly three feet by six or seven feet long. And uh, it supposedly is a stone, a flat stone, very flat that Jesus either sweat upon or bled upon or prayed upon. And there are people kneeling before it, touching it, putting it, signing the cross on their forehead, and wiping it on their bodies. And I'm like, 
what are you doing? I just, you know, just stop. Yeah. It's not going to, you know, it's not a talisman. And uh, yeah. so I was with a group, and Eric Eric Johnson goes, hey, you want to touch it? I go, yeah, right. You know, it's like, <laughs> who cares? You know, he was joking, of course, because they're, they're so uh, enslaved to tradition and and objects. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the heart is Christ and not yes. the stone. Yeah. You know, it's, yes. oh. I was sad. It was so sad. I did you get just to reminded me of something. Priest. I know we've only got three minutes left on your show, but I was just going to say, uh, address this thing. I think you kind of touched on it, but what you said about the forehead. I see people over here, like when we went to the Walgreens, there was this Asian lady, and I, w- I wanted to tell her, but I was kind of in a hurry, but I would have witnessed to her if I had to, but they were doing Ash Wednesday, where they have that thing on the forehead, and I'm going, um, you might want to clean your forehead. It looks dirty, <laughs> but I didn't get to really address her. Yeah, you know? just bondage from the catholic church this is what false religions do is they they tie salvation in with that particular church that particular prophet or prophetess or their revealed revelation it's just the various things hold on a second yeah i go through my throat and so it's to me it's sad and i was talking to a guy in in uh one of the chat rooms last night he's a catholic and i said look if you ask Jesus to forgive you of all of your sins, will he do it? Yes. Well, then why do you need the Catholic Church? Because that's mm-hmm. his true church. They they always uh, have to promote their church. They, Jesus oh to goodness. them is never enough. And that's the thing. With mm-hmm. all the false religions, Jesus is never enough by himself. This is the... It's the mark of a false system when it's Jesus plus something you have to do on a regular basis to keep yourself right with God. Ooh. That's the demonic... A teaching that's from the devil They're that saying, also leads into those people who don't believe that our salvation is secure you know when they say well do you believe in the one saved always always saved and i said well i asked them a question do you believe jesus paid for all of our sins do you believe you can keep your salvation no it is secure eternally of course that's right and jesus did it Crazy. all doesn't mean we go out and sin because they they forget about no. regeneration that we're changed mm-hmm. internally with our salvation yes. and forgiveness we don't want to do those things and so mm-hmm. bec- they deny eternal security because their salvation is de- uh, dependent upon their ability. And right. This is this is false religion. It's just false stuff. It's, yeah, and that legalism is scary. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad that you clarified that because a lot of people they even some people that claim to be Christians think and you you dealt with them they think that we can lose the salvation. It's like oh we got to add the works. I'm like uh, no. They misunderstand what the works part is. Right. We do good works because we're regenerated, but our legal declaration of righteousness is by faith in Christ, and it's a single forensic event, legal event, that occurs upon justification. Right. That's what it is. And uh, all false religions confuse that with their works, and then they, in their Mm -hmm. incredible arrogance, they don't realize they're arrogant, but they're actually saying... (laughs) are believing that they, in their sincerity, in their contrition of heart, in their good standing with God, can keep themselves right with God. That yeah. it's, it's a profound arrogance. But they no, I'm being humbled. No, you're not. You're saying that you can mm-hmm. please God sufficiently to keep yourself right with him, along with mm. what Christ did. And that's, that's crazy. That's, that's from the devil. Yeah. It is. Yeah, we... we we need to really keep in prayer, and it just it just tells us that you know the the rapture uh, c- can be that much closer. His t- his coming is that much closer too. So we're in that last part there. We are, and uh, unfortunately, I'm a depressed catologist. I believe we're going through it. Oh, 
I don't. I believe the other way, but that's what. Good for you. But I don't. I know that's not, that's not a salvation issue. But I just believe it's immediate. It just says imminent. So that's right. But the good we thing go. is, there's a break. There's a break, buddy. We'll we gotta there. go. The music's on. All right. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt you. Okay, man. God bless. All right. There we go. The end of the hour. Sorry, Herb from North Carolina. Call back tomorrow. Hey, everybody. Have a great evening. God bless. Another program powered by the Truth Network.